Hello, 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 Fierce Tribe. Welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. I am Emma Ocha, your host, friend, and sister from another mister. This podcast is all about learning your value, owning your space, and knowing who the fuck you are. In a world where everyone is hiding behind some kind of filter, my goal is to help you realise your full potential and reclaim your power through empowering your man. Ain't no bullshit here, it's time to get fierce, fired up and free. I am an empowerment coach and I am here to tell you, you are more than enough. And I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Welcome. Um, I just feel like you are like the queen of entrepreneurs <laughs> and that anybody on this podcast is just going to get so much value and so much inspiration. I'm so excited to hear your story because even m- myself, I don't know your full story. I just yeah. know what I see. Um, a self-made woman who's went out and created the life that she wanted and hasn't stopped inspiring people along the way. Um, I love what you use your platform for. I love the fact as well that you're really humble. You give back to the community. If someone messages you, like my crazy ass, voice note out, <laughs> you didn't know me from Adam. And I was like, listen, I need to talk to you. <laughs> and you just voice noted me back. And, it's, and that's what I'm like with fellow sisters. And I'm such a big advocate for this. I'm a big believer in women empowerment. Um, yeah. So none of this trend, it's more about just helping a sister out, explaining yeah. how you've done it, um, and giving someone a chance that you maybe didn't get. So let's just jump into the first question. This is always the most okay. important bit. <laughs> so just tell us a bit about you and your journey to becoming an empowered woman and entrepreneur. So really just take us back. How did you become this queen? That's what I want to know. Um, Honestly, I think I'd probably say I fell into it. It wasn't, um, I've always been ambitious ever since I was younger. Mm. Um, I started working when I was um, 16. I didn't finish high school. Um, my back, back, like the past and stuff and my upbringing and stuff wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I was given a second chance and given an amazing uh, opportunity with a new family. Um, wow. But yeah, my actual journey um, as an entrepreneur started when I moved to Dubai mm-hmm. um, and I was thrown I actually moved to Dubai for a different position for a position as a PA that didn't work out and I was given like a few weeks a month to find a job otherwise I'd have to move back to um, Glasgow where I was living at the time oh. um, and I did it I found a job uh-huh. Very, very random, completely different to what I was used to. I used to manage Optical Express in Scotland and the UK. Wow. Um, so I was thrown into starting up a modeling agency for um, someone else. Oh my um, God, that's amazing. I know. I went, I went for the interview and don't know how I wangled it, but I completely winged it. Um, and they needed somebody to start up an agency from scratch do the back end of the website do the front end of the website um do everything to start up an agency so i was like yeah of course i can do that <laughs> with my with my little small bit of modeling experience that i had in scotland i can do it so i did it um and it was a really successful agency 
for a good year and then the crash hit Dubai. Um, We were still doing really well, but unfortunately the two people that owned the company, they were both made redundant for their jobs. Um, So they were kind of having to then live off the profits we were making, which was really tough obviously for them and for everyone else. And we got, um, it got to the stage where it just wasn't working. We weren't able to pay the staff. Um, So I left and started up my own agency. Um, I think, unfortunately, they went bust about a month or two later. Um, And, yeah, started from scratch again, um, this time on my own. And from there, built another successful uh, modelling and events agency, which is still running really well now. And then um, from there, really, yeah, I invested in a gym clothing company, um, I've invested recently in We Love Nude, which is another yeah. really, really good company, um, which I you're going to love. Stuff. I feel like an absolute fan. I'm like, I know all your, all your projects. <laughs> um, and then obviously my husband has multiple businesses. When I met him, he was just starting up on his own. Um, and from there, he has got like a, an empire, which I help him with, with all his businesses as well. So to be honest, I think most of my advice and um can come from helping him and watching him because he's like a completely different level to me. So has he been a bit of a mentor? I mean, he's not, he's not the most patient man, so he wouldn't like sit and, but if you can just listen or be in the same room as him or even just eavesdrop on a conversation he has on the phone, like honestly, you can learn so much. See, just going back to when you then had to make a decision, in that moment, I think it's quite an important point to highlight. You didn't just jump in and then start your own business. That was a lot of risk and a lot of pressure. When you'd left and made that decision to be like, I'm not going to go and work for someone else. I'm going to work for me. What, yeah. what do you feel happened? Like, what was, what was going on in your head to make you go, no, this is the time? To be honest... I saw what a huge success that company was Uh from just little old me starting it up with no experience apart Mm -hmm. from, you know, my sales background, my, um, you know, my hustler inside me and my, you know, my my ambition head. It was such a huge success and I could see how much, you know, money we could make. Uh Um, And I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I really enjoyed the, the process of the whole thing and it was a really fun company to work for because in the events industry especially in Dubai it's just you you can be doing something different every day like one day we could be organizing models for a catwalk and then the next day we could be like just doing something random like let me give you an example organizing like like live animals for some event (laughs) you know it's just like the most randomest thing but it's not boring because every day is different Oh man, that's such a journey, like such a journey. Do you ever just look back and go, I can't believe I'm like living this life now that I created? Like honestly, yeah, like I think from the day that I started that company up in one of the person that had it apartment and I was working in like a maid's room that they'd turned into an office and I was starting it up from there to now, then yeah, I'm just like grateful, like super grateful. Yeah, you definitely, it feels that way. You're very humble. Um, so what does truly feeling empowered and being empowered as a woman mean to you? What does that mean to you? How would you describe um, it? 
I think it means independence, like you can do and you can achieve so much. Um, you know, starting from, from nothing and being, I think, you know, I can be humble because I I started without anything. Yeah. Um, and I think being where I am now, it just means, yeah, independence, your own independence and the, the ability to be able to help other people. See, for me, right, because that's exactly how I feel about it. And I thought a wee bit deeper about this. I was like, why do you struggle to ask for help? <laughs> right? and I'm the same, though. I think I can do everything and I don't ask for help from anyone. Uh-huh. My friend Do did say to me, she went, don't look a gift horse in the mouth or something like that. Something like that. And I, she basically meant, you need to sometimes accept help. But I was thinking, that's a real issue for me. And I believe everything does stem back to your childhood and your upbringing. And I think, honestly, for me, the reason I'm so passionate, because people ask me this all the time, how do you do what you're doing? And I'm not even on the level I want to be on. So it's interesting how people perceive you. But I feel like watching, you know, my mum struggle financially, and I was like, I don't want to ever have someone think. And my mum worked like four jobs. She's the one that did everything and helped him build that business before he took it. But I just always wanted that. I just, I don't know. I just never want to rely on someone or for someone to yeah. realize that against me. So I think on one hand, you know, I totally get it. On the other hand, I'm like, I need to work on that. <laughs> no, you're, you're totally right. I mean, I think... I've always been a helper, but I don't think I've ever been like, hang on a minute, I need some help or I need, no, like, I think it's just in us that we just don't. You said the word hustler and I was like, come through, she gets it. I'm definitely yeah. a, a grafter, like an absolute hustler. If, if there's an issue, I always think, right, I need to find it somewhere. I need to find a solution, whether that yeah. means sacrificing or whatever, I'll get it done. I think that's really sad that we struggle, that we'd rather struggle and probably end up in tears. and. Exactly. feel like a failure than ask someone for help it is it is and it's definitely something that I'm very aware of now and I'm not like the fact that you've asked me that now is like shit like I don't ever ask for help and I probably need it and you just struggle away because you don't you worry about judgment don't you if we're going to be real here in this podcast all about getting real but you know we all have an ego it doesn't mean we're all egotistical it just we do all have an ego and sometimes I fear that if I ask, I'm going to ruin an opportunity because that person's going to view me as weak or not capable. And yeah. I'm like, that might go against me. So why don't I just struggle behind the You're scenes? You're so right, yeah. Be miserable. <laughs> um, and pretend I've, I've got my shit, I, I can do this. I've got my shit. Really, we haven't. Like, like before yeah. we go on, I put myself in so many situations that I've been like, you're going to get found out now because you haven't told people. <laughs> This is so me. Just about this is so me. Honestly, yeah. I told myself once I said yes to speaking at something. I shouldn't have said yes because I but wasn't. Honestly, ready. this is the this is what I'm going through at the moment because I can do everything. Obviously, I just can. Yeah. But public speaking, no, like I can't. But I said yes, and now I've said yes, and now I've put it out there that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I can't back down and honestly I don't know how I'm going to do it well do you know what something this is a good example because I love that you've done that because I do that all the time I challenge myself and I put myself in uncomfortable situations I believe like obviously you know I coach public speaking right mm -hmm. but not by the first voice note I sent you I was like oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> I do, and I, I come from a more creative perspective. So I'm bringing everything I learned from my performance background, and I bring a different perspective. I don't really believe in the clinical approach. I believe in coaching people to see people as human beings again, because that's been programmed, deprogrammed within us. We 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 view people as threats you know in those spaces because if yeah. we're in there here instead of bringing it to this kind of this kind of um atmosphere you're yeah let, you're letting the audience know that you're in it together and that lets them relax it's all about creating connections and that's what i coach but yeah i totally get you i've been in situations where i've been like see if i'd have just said i'm struggling a little bit and i yeah. know that it would have been all right, but yeah, I've put myself in some really big predicaments that I've been like, wow. So let's, this is quite a good segue. Um, so confidence, is this something that you have struggled with? I know everyone struggles with confidence, but is there something specific that you can remember that you've struggled with confidence and how did you overcome it? So even a situation that you can remember, it could even be this, it could even be the public speaking. I mean, I probably don't want to lift my arms up in case I've got like sweat patches because I'm just like nervous. But honestly, like with for me, it's oh. like, you know, an Insta your Instagram can come across so, so differently to ha how you actually are. Yeah. So for me, like I'm not a confident person at all. Mm -hmm. um, and someone said to me recently, like you hide behind your friends, like you hide behind um, anyone that you're out with, you hide behind. And, and th for me, that's fine because I don't like you might want to think that I want to be center of attention and stuff because of how like I'm come across in my pictures that I'm confident, but I'm not. So I'm happy to be not the center of attention and, and to hide behind my friends. Like that's just how I am. And confidence for me is, is something I've always struggled with. There's not one thing that I can be like, I wasn't very confident in that situation, but I overcome it like this, like everyday things for me, confidence is not up, up there. So, um, I struggle with it every day and I don't know how I overcome it. I just, you just kind of do things like this mm -hmm. and hope you hope it's going to get better. And I think just now as I get older, I probably give less of a shit about what people think about me. So that's helping. Um, and my husband again is very like, why do you care? Like, why do you care about that? Or if something bothers me, like, why is that bothering you? And he really helps me just dismantle it, see the bigger picture and be like, actually, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, confidence for me is, is, is horrific. <laughs> um, so confidence, I feel I really relate to what you've said. When people project their, um, how they've perceived you. So people project their own assumption of you onto you. Yeah, so I get this all the time. How can you be? How could you have done Sister Act the musical? How are you doing all this? How are you running events if you're if you're get stage fright? I you hide behind your talents, right? Like I think you use. For me, I use like makeup's a really good shield for me. If my skin's looking good, if I if I feel good, mm -hmm. if I've got my fierce red lipstick on, then I yep. can achieve uh -huh, anything. So I think we hide behind our makeup and we hide behind our talents. Like I know what I'm good at. If I know what I'm talking about, then I'm more confident. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if we're doing our job, like you singing or what, you know, if it's me, you know, talking about business or whatever, we know what we're doing. So we can 
we're like we're good at it right yeah. a lot of the time i would say that i definitely hide behind comedy even on stage even yeah. coaching mentorship events speaking i hide behind comedy and i want to say we need to not demonize hiding behind we're not hiding behind when we are on Babe, if you can be funny that's a talent I i'm not funny but <laughs> you are funny you, i'm really not funny you're definitely funny i just don't think like, you're, you're like what's did they say uh unconscious sub unconscious comedian i don't know how to say it but it's just like you're just funny i find you funny <laughs> it's just because we vibe and i'm like yeah but for I me get it. yeah i did i use comedy and things but that does derive from people pleasing which is another podcast but yeah. it's interesting to me when people are like oh you're so confident and i'm thinking i'm not confident yeah. like confident is not something that's ever constant with everybody i no. think we can um put certain emotions or states on a pedestal people on a pedestal and in actual fact sometimes you're confident sometimes you're not sometimes you're down sometimes you're not um we're not we're labeling ourselves like i'm confident sometimes like you say when i feel really secure and what I'm yeah delivering. if i don't yeah you're in that then <laughs> the you know the shit hits the fan yeah so that's where i'm at with that but okay so thank you um what else do I want to ask? I always get digressed so much. So what has been your greatest lesson so far? My greatest lesson? Mm -hmm. Just chucking in the deep end every two seconds. My greatest lesson is probably with people. Um, I mean, Dubai is an amazing place, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of jealous people and there's a lot of people that are ready to stab you in the back. So I think my biggest lesson in business in um everything is not to trust everyone and i'm really bad for that i trust everyone and i see the best in everyone mm -hmm. but i would say my biggest lesson is that um you can't trust everyone um ha hold your cards closer to your chest which is just not me i'm a very open person yes. i meet someone for the first time and i'm like heart on sleeve and tell them everything and mm -hmm. You need to be a little bit more guarded, especially when it comes to business, um, because, yeah, not always, always everyone has your back. I've certainly learned that the hard way. Um, yeah. Which segues into this before I ask the next question. Um, and this is so not a woes me story. You know, I'm not looking for anyone to feel sorry for me, but what I have learned, I'm just like, bleh. At the beginning, when I started, I'd be like, oh, I tell you everything. And my close people at the time, like you do because you're still they'll use learning. that against you yeah you tell them everything like everything financials health personal you tell them everything and honestly over the past i'd say two years i have been devastated by the realization that those people weren't going to be in my life forever yeah and it's mad how much you need to you need to grow up you need to you need to um elevate and you know go through these motions what you think is going to happen isn't exactly going to pan out that way. And sometimes yeah. people just aren't in your life for a long time. No. Um, so for me, that was a huge lesson in trying to not tell everything, not feel like I owe that to everybody to tell them no. everything about me. And probably they don't want to hear it either. <laughs> no, probably not. They maybe just pretend they do. Um, <laughs> yeah. They just bag that for later. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel women need to look out for one another more? Is that something that you believe? A hundred percent. I think there's so much jealousy in 
the world and I think it's really nice if you can see past that and just actually just feel happy for someone else getting on like if any of my friends came to me and were like oh my god I've got this or I've done this I'd be like so happy for them yeah and if I am jealous of someone I'll be like oh my god I'm so jealous I love that bag or I love those shoes or you know something that I just can't quite afford at the time it'd be like it would just be something for me to work towards like I really love that handbag like some of my friends have got the nicest Hermes handbags can't afford that shit mm-hmm. like <laughs> but I've got over a hundred grand to spend on a bag as oh much as I'd, I'd love to but like I sent my husband a watch yesterday and he's like yeah nice but how much is it and then I was like oh shit it's like two or two hundred dollars two hundred thousand dollars I'm like no no you're not having it I was like really okay but yeah like people rocking around with these bags and and watches and I'm just like I'm not there yet but I will get there yeah I like that I like that um right what advice would you give someone who is feeling stuck in life so someone a fellow just a fellow person but specifically a sister who's feeling stuck in her current position she's listening to this podcast thinking that's all great and stuff but what if you're in the, the shit what if you don't have any resources any connections any contacts I would declutter because the reason why they're probably feeling stuck is because they have a mindful of shit a mindful of negative thoughts a mindful of I can't um, I'm stuck mm-hmm. um, instead of um, it was really funny actually like my my oldest son had this um, mindfulness thing he had to do for school today and I'm like I know this because like his science and his maths I'm like you're on your own son but I was like I've got He's I've got this. I know this <laughs> yeah and it was like things that I'm gonna think and mindful things that I'm gonna do for June uh-huh. and I was like you know you, you need to you really do need to manifest what's going to happen, how you're going to feel. And ask me this five years ago, I'd be like, blah, like manifest all this psycho babble bullshit stuff. Mm. But it really does work. Yeah, it so does like, change my life. It does. You have, to, you have to really feel, you have to wake up and you have to make a plan and you have to write things you're grateful for. You know, I find that really helps me. Instead of being like, I wish I had that or I, I you know, we're in isolation at the moment because we were in close contact. So for me, it's really hard struggling, not being able to see people, socialize, get out, do my work and stuff. But I have to just wake up and list the things I'm grateful for. And that really sets the precedent for the day. But if you're feeling stuck and that you're in a rut, you just need to, you can only be the one that changes it. So you need to be more positive. You need to set a plan and do that plan and focus and be more positive. It does, it really does work. I used to really not believe any of this that we talk about. And the, th- the funny fact is I live this now. This is what I yeah. do. Um, I really didn't believe it. I thought it was mumbo jumbo. I thought that's quite nice and everything. But I was coming, when I realized I came from such a such financial scarcity, I mean, up here, everything in my life seemed limited. I yeah. always had a timer on things. Yeah. That was all deriving from me. That was stuff I needed to sort. Um, so that in mind, following on from what you've said in terms of advice of decluttering, if this person, right, if this female wanted to start a business and she was like, I want to start a business. This is my idea. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. What would be your advice in that situation? If she's like, again, plan. 
plan. You need to plan. So if you've got the idea of the business, mm-hmm. then you need to make a plan, right? What's the next step? Mm-hmm. You need to um, work out whether it's um, how you're going to get the money for the business if you need investors, but it's all about planning. So you've got your idea, then you need to make a plan and then you need to action the plan. Mm-hmm. And that's it, it, literally all it takes. Obviously, money's a huge thing. And don't think that this was always plain sailing because even two years ago for us, like the businesses have always been up and down and we were in such a shit situation a couple of years ago. And money is the key. You do need money, but you need to, ha- you need to have that plan. Mm-hmm. So... Um... What is your inspirations? What do you do for inspiration when you feel not unfulfilled, but you, f- you know that you've got a next level and how you talk about you're not there yet and you're, you're wanting to go somewhere else because we're always wanting to level up. But what is your, what is your safe space? What is your thing that you To be do? honest, like inspiration for me, and obviously now um, I'm kind of like merging into your world of, of, you know, the motivational stuff and quotes and all that like I didn't really have that before I didn't really lean on that before but I use that a lot now but previously like honestly I think what inspires you is you like you've either it's either in you to be a hustler to be you know ambitious to be an entrepreneur you've either got it or you haven't Mm -hmm. like there's so many people I know that want to 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 do it but they honestly don't have it in them Mm -hmm. Like they talk about it all the time, but when it actually comes down to it, they're, they, they're not there. They won't, they, they haven't got as, as, they haven't got enough passion mm-hmm. to do it. So for me, I think inspiration comes from within, like you've either got it or you haven't. And, you know, you need to be, you need to be inspirational. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it and you really need it, you need to listen to people like us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just drop them the links in right there. <laughs> well, um... I think I could talk to you all day, but I just want to say thank you so much for being here for the first episode that you're on because you're going to be on you're next welcome. We'll stream them next time. You'll be on the After Dark series, which is a live on Instagram. There's loads to come in the pipeline, which we, I'm sure we will talk about later publicly. Um, but yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me.